Welcome to the NIHR Dementia Researcher podcast, brought to you by DementiaResearcher.nihr.ac.uk, in association with Alzheimer's Research UK and Alzheimer's Society, supporting early career dementia researchers across the world. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Dementia Researcher podcast. I'm Adam Smith, and today I'm joined by the awesome Dr. Claire Sexton, Director of Scientific Programs and Outreach at the Alzheimer's Association, and most importantly, one of the brains behind the Alzheimer's Association International Conference, or AAIC for short, which is going to be the topic of today's podcast. Claire is here to give us a peek behind the curtain and give us an idea of what we can expect from the world's largest in-person and online dementia conference. But that's enough from me. Hello, Claire, and thank you for joining us. Hello, Adam. Pleasure to be here. So before we start, why don't you tell us a little bit more about what you do? Um, So, yeah, I work for the Alzheimer's Association where I work on um, AAIC. I also work on our other suite of scientific conferences that happen year round. And I start our membership society and the uh, 29 different peers that are within iStart as well. So um, all of those initiatives I'm involved with. And this isn't your first time on the podcast. You were here this time last year telling us about last year's AAIC And of course, uh, for anybody who's a regular listener, you'll be aware that we work with Claire at Dementia Researcher uh, on our work with iStart as well. And you saw recently we published the survey results from the early career researcher uh, engagement work we've been doing. Um, Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for joining us today, Claire. For those who aren't aware, when and where is the AAIC and can we still book tickets? Yes. So... AAIC starts on July the 31st and then it runs through till uh, August the 4th. There are also some pre-conferences happening before and there are uh, tickets still available. So it happens in San Diego in person. So it's possible to book for in-person tickets, but it's also possible to attend online. So the main conference is a hybrid conference. So all of the scientific sessions that will be happening in person is also possible to be uh, attending them uh, online wherever you are in the world. Brilliant. And am I right in thinking, if I remember right, (laughs) you're going to correct me here, but uh, do I start members go free if they attend online? Yes. So we wanted this to really be, um, we wanted to kind of keep breaking down those barriers about uh, how people can attend and how people can engage. So it's free for students and uh, anyone based in a low and middle income country to join iStart. And then if you're an iStart member, uh, then you can uh, attend AAIC for free virtually. So um, really, we want to be bringing the whole of the uh, dementia science community together. So uh, we kept that at the forefront of our minds when we were looking at the registration options. Right. Okay. so join iStart for free as a student or if you're based in a low uh, or middle income country, then join the conference for free. That's uh, like a good deal, right? (laughs) Or I think so, but I might be biased because I love the AIC. It's one of my favorite conferences of the year. And what I really love about it is how broad the program is. It covers so many things, but I I don't want to give it away just yet. Um, So thanks for telling us. That's enough of the basics. Tell us who is speaking this year, Claire. So we have thousands of presenters uh, this year. So um, I'll just note some of the plenary speakers. Thousands Thousands and thousands. Thousands, you know, considering, you know, from plenary speakers through to all our poster presenters. Um, So there's there's lots to cover there. Um, But 
I'll give some details just of some of the plenary speakers. So, you know, these, will, these speakers, you know, are uh, key people in the field and they'll be presenting the big picture of their research areas. And as you said, it's really broad. So on Sunday, it begins with Carol Escotin uh, from France, uh, who'll be talking about astrocytes and neurodegenerative uh, disorders. And then uh, closing on Thursday, then we'll have Linda Lam uh, from Hong Kong, who will be talking about non-pharmacological care behavior change and mild cognitive impairment. Um, the one that I'm most looking forward to during the week is uh, on the Tuesday, which is uh, the plenary by Margot Kusha, uh, who will be talking about uh, aging in homeless populations. So I think that's an area that you know we haven't seen on the big stage at AIC before. It's tremendously um, important. So uh, that, that's going to be one of the highlights that I'll be looking out for. And I guess the AIC can often set the tone for for highlighting what's seen as being important because the scientific committee there kind of, well, I'm assuming it's the, sci the scientific committee choose who the big plenary speakers are. Is that how it works? Yeah, so we have a um, scientific uh, program committee. They are broken into different themes from uh, basic science, biomarkers, clinical manifestations, drug development, public health, dementia care. And then they work together uh, in the autumn each year um, to look at, you know, who should be invited for the plenary as plenary speakers and who should be invited for some of the symposiums as well. So that's the kind of invited portion of the program. But then we also have the submitted portion. So, you know, every January, then we receive thousands of abstracts. And uh, from those abstracts, then uh, oral sessions are cura curated and then also there's acceptances for poster presenters as well. And I, I mean, I've been going to the AIC for a few years now and you can't help but notice that, that increasingly the majority of people who are there are actually early career researchers. So I'm, I assume many of those thousand, thousands you just <laughs> mentioned are actually early career researchers, some of which will be there for the, you know, a big in-person conference for the first time. Yes, and we've seen a growth in early career researchers then over the past couple of years um, as well because with the widening access. And we wanted this year then to have even more opportunities for students and postdocs to be uh, presenting their works. This is awesome. So uh, what else is new at the conference? So we have uh, lightning presentation rounds for the early career researchers so that there's additional opportunities for them to be uh, presenting. That's present presentations from students and from postdocs. Um, we also then um, have these research retrospective sessions, uh, which are in a break in the afternoon. And at these, then some of the AAIC award winners, including some of the Lifetime uh, Achievement Award winners, will be looking back over the course of their career. And they'll be discussing both, you know, the scientific advances that have occurred throughout their career, but also, you know, the personal stories uh, from their careers as well. So uh, these will be, you know, great opportunities to be getting insights from leaders in the field. That's really cool, because one of the one of the great things about that that I love about the AIC is is, I mean, at any one time there's about thirty rooms got thing. I mean, you're going to tell me it's more like fifty, but it feels like there's about twenty thirty rooms with things going on in them, um, and I think you can usually find something for you. But I guess with us with sessions like that going on, I mean, they're for everybody. It doesn't matter whether you're a a, a clinician or whether you're a you know a lab-based researcher or care researcher, hearing people talk about their careers retrospectively and things like that, 
brilliant, can provide brilliant insights, particularly for ECRs, who I know so many of our listeners are. Yeah, and that's exactly what we want for AIC. We want it to be somewhere that you can come and you can, you know, hone in on that area of research that you're engaged with and have, uh, you know, be hearing the very latest findings and networking with those people in your field, but also an opportunity where you can take a step back and you can look at the bigger picture of uh, dementia research through these types of sessions, through the plenaries, um, and to be seeing what connections there are that can be uh, drawn between your research and other areas of research as well. Um, great. And we've talked about iStart a little bit already, and iStart members play you know, a big role in this, and particularly the kind of different peers and executive committees there. Um, and members will probably aware, but there's alongside the AAIC, there are some other events taking place and peers are involved in the conference as well. What What's iStart up to throughout the conference? So iStart are very busy. So then um, on the Saturday, then there's Peer Day, uh, which is free for all iStart members to attend. And there'll be an introduction to iStart. Um, there'll also be a number of different uh, scientific sessions by individual peers, and you'll be able to meet their executive committees and find out how to get more involved. And then during the week, then there's uh, mentoring breakfasts, which are being led by the Alliance of Women Alzheimer's Researchers, or AWARE, and also the Diversity and Disparities uh, Peer. Um, AWARE are also having a panel discussion. Um, so then there's you know, a variety of different uh, opportunities. And I wanted to also hand back to you because there, there's the uh, I Start workshops, which yeah. will be happening on three lunchtime. So we're talking about, you know, how many different parallel sessions um, from, you know, peers influence. Then we not only have, you know, one topic per day for the student workshops, but five now. So uh, this is my opportunity to get a plug in for my stuff, isn't it? So the the. Peer iChair, the PIA to Elevate Early Career Researchers, has a session during the peer day. Uh, in fact, actually, no, I'm going to take a step back. So we're hosting one of the preview sessions, um, which is a chance for us to talk about what our peers up to and and give some of the early career re- some early career researchers who join our uh, preview session a chance to meet each other and maybe make some connections. Which, because I know it can be daunting going to a conference like this on your own for the first time. Uh, So we'll be having a networking session on our preview day. And then as part of the peer day, we've just just worked out our agenda just a few days ago where we're going to specifically do some career workshopping to look at some of the career challenges, building off the back of the survey results we published uh, a couple of months ago now uh, to try and get to understand what we can change and to help inform our future work on that. So any early career researchers, if you're not already a member of the peers peer, tick the box, come to our session. And as you mentioned, we've got the pop-up academy, which will be running um, during the lunch times on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And that will have, I think, is it 15 sessions? I've already (laughs) forgotten. There are five zones which includes a, a publishing zone a funding zone a skills zone a patient and public involvement and a career zone so they're the five zones and in every one of those areas there'll be a different workshop happening each day that can can 
um, take up to 30 people in each of those different workshops. And they we, they cover everything from like grant writing. We've got one on um, how to make your lab more sustainable. There's sessions um, with some of the uh, journals talking about what they look for in peer review. Uh, goodness, there, there are so many. There are 15. I'm not going to list them all out. But um, you don't have to pre-register for these. You just have to come along and get some free lunch for iStart. No, it's not for iStart. It's just for students. For students and postdocs. Yeah. So students and postdocs, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, come and find the Pop-Up Academy, get your lunch, find a session you're interested in. Some of the other peers have been involved in this as well, and they've done some come up with some fantastic sessions, things like how to read an MRI or how to administer a cognition a cognitive test um, how to engage communities in public uh, to recruit to studies things like this is brilliant program very excited and it's the first time we've done it as well I that's my sales pitch to <laughs> so we all know going to an import an in-person conference is taking a little bit of getting used to um, well, I, I should add that Claire and I are actually in the same room. This is probably one of the few podcasts we've recorded in person uh, in ages, but we're in the same room at a conference right now. And you can't help but notice that um, there's some great social and networking going on that you don't quite get at some of the online conferences. There's also, um, you know, people, different comfort levels about how close they want to be with other people and things like that as well. What, what have we got planned for the social and networking side of the AIC, Claire? Oh, there's various options. So um, in the evenings on the Sunday, there's an opening uh, reception. Then we have um, an AIC after hours reception on the Tuesday and the iStart reception on the Wednesday evening um, as well. So there's opportunities just to be uh, socializing and kind of networking. Um, and then follow up then if you're uh, not staying up too late and can be up early in the morning, those mentoring breakfasts start at 6.45 a.m. We're also offering yoga that people can sta- uh, sign up for. And there's a fun run on one of the mornings as well. So there's all, all different opportunities uh, for depending on uh, what somebody's uh, comfort level is. There's still those opportunities to be networking. I, I just started running and I still can't quite join that word fun and run together um <laughs> so there's a run um which you can go on as well well honestly it, there's so much going on with the the conference what about online how does the online side work so with the online we wanted it to be so that it is you know integrated the hybrid experience we didn't want it to be that the um people who are attending online can just watch on-demand presentations or who have like a separate conference at another time. We wanted it to be that um, able to uh, go to the same sessions that are happening uh, in person. There's also additional virtual only sessions um, and can be submitting uh, questions to the speakers. So then this is just the same as if you were in the room and wanted to be uh, submitting a, a question. So, you know, it's all happening during the same week so that we can bring uh, everyone together and um, there's 
you know, all the additional posters as well. Uh, so there's lots on the online platform and it's available then also for 30 days post-conference. Uh, so that's, you know, a great, great resource, I think. Actually, you make a good point there, because if you're attending in person, you're only going to probably see the in-person conferences actually, posters actually there. You're going to have to go online. So even people who attend in person should... Remember your laptop because there might be some things which are only online which you'd need to see. Yeah, um, and there's a special viewing room. So then if uh, there's a virtual session going on that you want to be attending, while you're at the conference, you can go to the virtual viewing room with your laptop and there'll be headphones there and you can uh, be kind of, it's kind of like a silent disco, I guess. But for <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say, it sounds like a cinema. That's, that's cool. So, uh, right, actually, that works really well, doesn't it? My voice suddenly went high pitch. But that, that sounds great because I guess, actually, you could argue that the online people have access to everything, whereas the people in person only have access to the bits that are happening in person. But not if you've got the cinema with the headphones. Great work. Um, all right, so let's, uh, we're coming to the end now. So let's recap. If you're not already a member of iStart and you're listening and you're uh, based in a low or middle income country or you're a student, you can go join iStart for free, which gives you then free access to register for the online person this conference. Of course, however, in-person attendance is going to be amazing. It's in San Diego, probably one of the best times of year. And there's lots of... Um, events going on throughout the week both in that won't be online like the mentoring sessions in the in the morning the breakfast sessions the networking events in the evenings and things so if you if you can make it work i think it's going to be a great event to be in person at um, also as well if you're attending online uh, you're going to have access to all the sessions, so don't worry if you can't make it in person, but do still register. Even if you can't escape your day job for a whole week to immerse yourself in this, the platform's open for 30 days afterwards, so you can dip in and out, pick and choose the sessions you're interested in. But but you won't if you don't register, so go away and register now. Uh, you can do that at alsorg forward slash AAIC. Um, and... If you're an early career researcher, there's so much going on for you uh, that the uh, the peers have been involved in. Uh, these preview events, the peer day, the the student sessions on a lunchtime, the morning mentoring sessions, as well, of course, as a whole ton of science, the latest research for everybody, whether you're a care researcher working on qualitative research, clinical, lab-based, there's Something for everybody. God, I should be employed by the AEIC, I think. <laughs> Thank you very much, Claire, um, for joining us today. I'd also like to highlight that we'll be releasing five special I Start Relay podcasts on the peer days. Um, this is the third series we've done of this. So if anybody's listening now, if you scroll back to last July, you'll see last series, uh, the last season of this with the professional interest area representatives being interviewed and then going on to interview their colleagues. And this year we're joined by uh, people from the body fluid biomarkers peer, uh, the atypical Alzheimer's disease peer, the reserve and resilience and protective factors 
PIA, uh, Immunity and Neurodegeneration Peer, and the Technology and Dementia Peer. I did have their names, but I haven't checked on how to pronounce them all yet, and I didn't want to make everybody's names wrong. <laughs> so, But they're all great people we're going to be interviewing, and there'll also be video versions of that podcast on our YouTube channel. Thank you again, Claire. Is there anything else I've missed that you should add? No, I think we covered most things there. Great. So thank you all again, and I look forward to seeing you in San Diego. Thank you. See you then. Brought to you by DementiaResearcher.nihr.ac.uk in association with Alzheimer's Research UK and Alzheimer's Society, supporting early career dementia researchers across the world.